Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. As as you might imagine, we're a bar. We're in Hell's Kitchen um, slash London. And uh, we, <laughs> once a week, myself and my co-host uh, Vix, that's Vix over there. Ayo. We get together and we talk about an issue of Daredevil, the comic book. Why? Because I bullied Vix into doing it. <laughs> and, and I am regretting all my life choices <laughs> Point. And often no, we joking. have fabulous guests, and this week we have a returning fabulous guest. It's Emma. Woo! Hey. Woo. Oh. Happy to be back. Two weeks in a row. I think this I is my know. first time doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, we like. We love having people on for double dips. It's fun. Yes. Yeah, particularly <laughs> like with story, with storylines. It is we very hot no. here. Is it hot where no. you are, Emma? Oh yes. Yeah, it's oh. very hot. Yeah. Go on, Vix. I was going to say, you can't double dip during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, it's just the, the one way you can. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah, the DD cause... stands for, double dip. Double dip <laughs> and, and to be honest, you wouldn't want to double dip anything in Josie's bar. No. no. Well, it is very hot. It is not ha- It's not as hot, however, here as when I was in New York, uh, I think it was 2016, and we went to the real life Josie's bar, which is uh, Turkey's Nest in mm-hmm. brooklyn where they filmed josie's bar and it was yeah. hotter than hell and i did go and have a uh a coke and a water in josie's bar i don't know how wise that was you drank oh god it wasn't tap water was it i don't know <laughs> i have no idea i saw where the, the, the pool table was that they they did their flirting but you know <laughs> but i wouldn't advise people drinking tap water at josie's bar just don't do it no just don't, yeah. don't, no Anyway, this week we are discussing uh, issue 68 of Daredevil called Phoenix and the Fighter. Uh, This issue was released September the 1st, 1970. Um, The creative team is the usual lately. Stanley's the editor. Roy Thomas is back to writing. Gene Colan, artist. Sid Shaw's inking. Artie Simek, letterer. And a quick description of it before we talk about our drinks is as follows. Daredevil returns home to New York City to find a brawl waiting for him. The Phoenix, the fighter and the man without fear duke it out. (laughs) But before we get into that, guys, uh, what are we drinking? Vix, what are you drinking? I am drinking ginger beer. Oh, that's very summery. I drink a lot of ginger beer, not going to lie. Are you also eating a cucumber sandwich? Uh, no, but I did have one earlier. Oh. Uh, Emma, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, well, again, I brought in some water with me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, as you said, don't drink the water. No. And I am drinking a Pepsi Max Cherry Maximum Taste No Sugar. I just want to point out, officially, there are other brands of drink that you can drink. They're not as nice as this one. Hey, Pepsi, hit us up. Give us some sponsorship. Yeah, I was going to say. And Claire is still not sponsored by Pepsi. Why not? Damn it. Come on. Mm. Oh, it's so refreshing. Oh, my God. Stop trying so hard. So, okay. Let's talk about this issue, guys. Let's talk about this cover. Vix, go. What is going like in my notes? I'm like, what on earth is going on on this cover? (laughs) Like, there's some dude on the floor. He's like literally naked, passed out with like red titties. Yeah, his titties titties are all red. And then, like, 
I, you know, I assume it's it's Matt standing over him in teeny tiny shorts and looks like he's being strangled by his Daredevil mask, which in this scenario kind of looks like a gimp mask. It does a bit. Is, I've just noticed there is a lot of like blush shading on this cover. Like yeah. On, on um, uh, on what's his name? On Kid Gawain's like chest and on. Matt's oh, Matt chest and legs. Well. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, are they trying to make it look like they've? Well, I don't know what they're trying to make it look like. They've both been. To. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then like the the goons coming in the door, like waving gut. It's just it's it's and a little the, salacious. I love the perspective. The perspective is kind of strange. So it looks mm. like the door and the guys in the door are very tiny. Yeah. It's, yeah. It does look like they're like and Matt's like this giant in a gimp mask kind well, of standing nephew... over this naked body it's <laughs> my very nephew strange. earlier like came in my room because he popped around and he this was on my bed and he picked it up and he went what's that and I went oh it's issue of daredevil we're talking about and he looked to the cover and he went what's happening and I was like I, I don't know I, I don't actually know don't I don't know <laughs> I can't explain to a six-year-old <laughs> <laughs> So, what do yeah, you think is happening, Ethan? It's it's a memorable cover anyway, so yeah. I, I mm-hmm. really like this cover. So we immediately start. Uh, Daredevil's back in uh, New York, guys. Wow. Yes. He says, and, Hollywood's and not... a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. And I'm just like, Karen is free. Live your life, babes. She's playing Starlet back in Tinseltown. <laughs> And um, basically told Matt to sling his hook. Yeah. I'm curious, you have the physical copy in front of you. I just have the one on Marvel Unlimited mm-hmm. with me. Um on when it's where it says Daredevil at the top, are the I and the L a different colour? Oh yeah. Ah, okay, top. so that's in the actual thing. What of the first splash page? Yeah. Where it says, where it says Phoenix, Phoenix and the Fighter. And... Nope, they're yeah. all red. And then the oh. but weirdly the little comma after Daredevil is yellow. Oh, interesting. See, yeah, because on Marvel Unlimited, the I is like a burgundy colour and oh. the L is black. Yeah, it's oh. like they've had to redo them. It's weird. It's like That's weird. They ran out of, like, maybe their pencils ran out or something. Right. <laughs> no, it's all, all fine on this one. Yeah. <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, not very, not many weird colourings in this one. It's a very sparse New York below, though, that he's... Yeah, I was trying to figure out what building that is because it's clearly a very sp- a specific building, but mm. I'm not sure what building that is. Um, gave, I didn't know it, if it was the li- New York Library. Yeah, because um, it, it gave me the day after tomorrow vibes. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't. It's, I mean, at least not the main branch. Yeah, it I don't know. Like it is the the like I don't know about the side on the right, but I didn't know if the side on the left is like you know where the statues of the lions are, but. I don't, yeah, I don't no. know many buildings in New York from above. <laughs> Especially not for the 60s. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might not even be there anymore. But the roads seem like really wide. Yeah, yeah. really wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, clearly one of the main streets, at least the one further back. Yeah. So Dan was... Cool it is. I like it as like an opening page. Yeah. yeah. I like. He's got his legs very wide. He's doing. I, I just think what, yeah, it's it's quite an odd. I'm not quite. Sure. It's weird. Like his his right thigh looks really short compared to like the calf that you can see, and then there's just like a little booty up by his head. 
Yeah, it's like, he's, it's it's like he's doing, he's bicycling in the air. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing little kicks. So he's back in New York. He's just arrived. And the first thing he's going to do is swing by and see Foggy. Yay, oh, Foggy. As Daredevil, for some reason. Um, rather than go, hey, it's me, Matt. I'm back from a holiday. <laughs> so he, in Florida. Uh, so he lands and... Um, uh, outside the window and he hears some arguing going on inside so he's like oh i'll have a little listen you know and this one guy is yelling at foggy uh this guy's name is craig with a k and, and i like a... i like how matt says um might as well get back and practice as foggy's assistant by doing a little eavesdrop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the you? main role of an assistant yeah. yeah that's all he does he just stands in other rooms and eavesdropping <laughs> uh what better way to fight crime so these guys are uh, threatening Foggy. There is three of them. This guy, Craig, is wearing a fabulous kind of... What would we call this? Like a... I don't... I don't even know. Like, what yeah. are these outfits? What... You've got, like, the one in green with the red booties, and mm-hmm. you've got, like, the orange and yellow one, and then you've got this... Well, he's clearly stolen it from Hawkeye. It's like a reverse Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> very pink in the issue. I don't know what colour it is in on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, it's pink. Right, yeah. But he's uh, but it's weird because they don't all have the same symbol on their chest. You'd think they'd all have like the mm. phoenix, which Craig does. But the guy in orange seems to have like a little flame like or a, something. It looks it's like the, of... the the Nova symbol or something. Yeah, yeah like Nova Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're threatening. Well, mainly Craig is is threatening Foggy. And he's saying, you know, there's three of us and there's only one of you. And Foggy says, uh, I'm warning you, Craig, you and your muscle boys here. I don't care if you call yourselves the new left, the far right or the cherry centre. The people elected me and I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> yeah, Foggy's great in this scene. Go yeah, Foggy. he's just not like, great. It's awesome. Yeah. He's just like, um, you, come, you come into my house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so uh, he's about like, to get roughed up. How did they even get in? Because like, I'm guessing you have to have an appointment to speak to the DA. Maybe he's got, without his assistant there, he's got, <laughs> yeah, and he, also, his he doesn't have a secretary. Right. It's just so him anyone can wonder. It's just but, Foggy running the whole town. But surely there's like security, like, you, you know, to get into the building. You think so? You've got to get, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, they just make an appointment. Maybe they're just getting rough now that Foggy's not doing yeah, what they that's want. True. Maybe they looked all smart when they arrived and then they they changed into their crazy clothes yeah. when they got to his office or something. I don't know. They're ridic- they look like weird, kind of like medieval. They look like they're on their way to the Ren Fair. Well, they look yeah. like they're th- the three knights from medieval times. You know, where it'll be like, yeah. you're going to bet on the pink knight and you're going to bet on the green knight, you know? Yeah, they're off to do some jousting in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. So Matt goes in to save the day or uh, save Foggy. And then Foggy's like, oh, Daredevil, I didn't know you were back in town. And he's like, yeah, just fresh off the bus. And I was like, no, don't say that, Matt. Say, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been, um, you know, back a week or whatever. Because otherwise you're going to appear as Matt and go, yeah, I'm, I'm just back. And it's like, hmm, this is weird. <sighs> like, come on, cloak your shit better, Matt. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not really the, the best at disguise, yeah. is he? I, I, I think that there's a, a a degree of self-sabotage with young Matthew and 
you think it's a thrill yeah it's a thrill <laughs> like he's like just teasing teetering but it's like a bit of duping delight that it's he he can be you know very obvious about it and still like certain people don't realize do you know what i mean and then i guess yeah. there is a certain amount of you know he's right under their nose mm. yeah, and it's like that like, whole well you know they couldn't possibly think that a yeah. blind man could be you know not yeah. bumbling matt murdoch yeah so he, he flaunts it a little bit yeah. hides in plain sight yeah so, I, I love um i love how gene cullen draws foggy foggy looks really good he's the yeah, best he foggy very cute yeah the best foggy yeah the, when i think of foggy i think of this foggy yeah sure um i i have uh an ad in my uh issue of the comic book here which is says snoopy strikes again and it's where you can buy a kit from monogram uh it's snoopy in his sopwith camel plane and you oh, get wow. a little battery uh powered propeller and oh, uh, wow. you can just have it and it's like snoopy like going and you can write comments there's a little speech bubble coming out of Snoopy's mouth and you can write on it, Curse you, Red Baron! <laughs> it's adorable. Aww, I, I like want this that. Snoopy kit. <laughs> I wonder if they're still selling. I yeah. know. I'm going to find out. I mean, it's only 50 years ago. <laughs> so Foggy tells Matt about this, um, why the guys were there and they were getting all angry. And it's basically there's this middleweight boxing contender. His name's Kid Gawain. And he was purchased by a mysterious sports syndicate, um, which we uh, know is the, uh, calls itself the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Craig and his goons. They're part of an extremist group. Um, so basically, and Matt's trying to be sneaky and like speed read it with his fingers. Right. I love what, I love when he does this. It's so funny because he's just, you can just picture him. He's just sitting there and he's just, like starts writing his hands over this newspaper and i mean you can be as subtle as you want about that you're still gonna see that what i I think there's another layer to that though as well is that we know it's matt and even if like you didn't know that matt had like all these other senses it's like this is this blind guy in a red onesie (laughs) staring at a newspaper that he can't read because he's blind yeah. Which... Here's another layer to it. Is this the moment where Matt finds out what Kid Gawain looks like so he can recreate his <laughs> face later? Because that's insane. Because I don't imagine Matt, you know, like Rex Smith in The Trial of the Incredible Hulk goes up to him and is like, hey, can I feel your face? Um, you know, like he does in that film. But I, I'm like, so so or did he feel his face when he was knocked out because that's kind of creepy or is this where he felt his face so he's he's turning a 2d face into a 3d face like it's one he's got his gloves on to add another layer yeah it's it's one thing to be able to like speed read the printed word Mm -hmm. like when you're blind because that you know that leaves like an impression of the actual letters but how on earth would he be able to feel from a newspaper what someone's face looks like i don't right how does he know what color hair Gwen has like it could have been like blonde and you know it was was dark but you know so matt that's a bit strange (laughs) 
So your dad was just sitting here running his hands over this newspaper. And he's like, hey, something in the paper just caught my eye. Uh, the kid's trainer, it's Pop Fenton. Uh, he trained my father when I was in knee pants. So he's now really interested in it. And he jumps out the window and goes away. And Foggy's like, wait, where are you going? <laughs> uh, Maybe I better say nothing at all. And then just leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's basically like sat in Foggy's office, running his fingers over a newspaper. Yeah. Like he's stroking a newspaper. <laughs> and then he just jumps out the window. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm off to Long Island. Bye. <laughs> Later. Uh, so he goes to Long Island um, in a cab and um, basically is there. He's going to go and see Pop Fenton. Um, and he doesn't believe that Pop Fenton can be, you know, a crook. Um, he's hoping that he's like the honest one. Um, but obviously he knows that Phoenix is, they've got their little mitts on uh, this fighter. So uh, he doesn't want to go as Daredevil, so he goes as Matt. And everyone's kind of like, oh, what's this guy doing here? Oh, he's a blindy. He can't do anything. Oh, never mind. You but know, like, he actually says like, oh, you know, I couldn't go as DD. Like, I've got to go. You know, no one's going to know who Matt Murdock is. Everyone knows who Matt Murdock is because he's the <laughs> DA's assistant. Well, he says nobody <laughs> as long as no as nobody recognizes me as Foggy's special assistant. <laughs> Which is exactly how everyone knows Matt Murdock. No, has. Matt Murdock, exactly. And, and it's like, and his his within like three panels, his like it's like, oh yeah, I know you. You Matt <laughs> <Murdoch>. <laughs> So we meet Kid Gawain. Uh, also, the 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 goons are standing nearby. Craig looks really old in this bit. Like he's got a completely different head because previously he, yeah. he was. Well, I don't know if the, I'm assuming this is. I Craig. don't think that's. I don't I think, think that's Craig. him. I don't, I don't think Oh, no, because he not says, him. you know what Craig no. said. Yeah, you're right. He's just, it's just because yeah. he's wearing the pink I was throwing. And it kind of like, because they're outside as well, it looks even more like a Ren Fair yeah. now, <laughs> which is really like with their costumes and everything. Yeah, it's this just guy looks so like, weird. He looks like Peter Cushing. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like there's a fist coming out of his face. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he opens his mouth and a fist comes up. <laughs> That's his power. His power. I'm fist mouth. <laughs> oh, so um, many different connotations. What do we think of Kid Gawain? He's cute. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very chiselled. He seems yeah. really sweet as well. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, so Matt talks about his dad. They called him Battling Murdoch. We're getting there. We're getting closer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to what they will decide on, I guess. Uh, and Pop Fenton's really happy to see him, to see Max. He hasn't seen him in years. Matt says, I got over being sensitive about my blindness a long time ago. In the same issue that later on he's sensitive about his blindness. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of dialogue in this issue. Yeah, there is a lot. Compared to last issue, last issue was quite nice in that there wasn't that it, like the dialogue that was in last issue was actually really concise. Mm. Yeah. So there's like I noticed, I noticed in this issue there is a lot of dialogue. There is a there lot is. going on, a lot of yeah. explanation at all times about what's happening. I, I, I want to mm. know what you guys think. Um, particularly Emma. No offense, Vix. I really like the fact that we get this character from like Matt's past who 
like knew him in the days of his dad and we don't really get that we don't get mm-hmm. that connection to his past you know because we don't have it with foggy because they you know they they sort because of... they hate each other <laughs> exactly <laughs> but like talking about matt's dad and i don't know bringing it up again well, like, and what an important relationship that's... it was you know yeah, Foggy's yeah. the only one, really, that knows Matt from, like, not when he was a kid, but yeah. from when his dad was still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love this. Um, yeah. I was I was going to talk about this later when we talked about the issue as a whole. But, yeah, this is um, one of the main re- things I love about this issue is that for the first time we do start to get this kind of delving into Matt's past. And I, I, love, I love this scene um, because, I mean... Most of the emphasis so far in the comic has been on Matt as Daredevil, mm-hmm. um, and so now we're we get this little exploration of Matt as Matt and his past and the people mm-hmm. he knows and um, people who can talk to him about his father and about him in in about his civilian life that has nothing to do with Daredevil. Yeah. Um, so it's I find it quite powerful that, uh, this scene. Um, because we 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 get that really for the first time since since issue number one, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and yeah, I, I love into it at all. Yeah, yeah, and I love that Matt's just able to talk about his dad here and and reminisce and and talk with this some this person who he has very fond memories of. Um, yeah, quite nice. Yeah, it's 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 lovely. It's something we don't get, and you're right. It is more of a focus on Matt rather than Matt being the identity that daredevil has to do when he's not daredevil you know what i mean yeah yeah um yeah i loved i loved it i loved all this bit mm-hmm. uh so right in the middle of it to uh ruin it um we cut to crag <laughs> again <laughs> who's threatening um one of his goons and he's like wait you let uh the kid walk off with someone who was it and they're like oh it was a red-headed blind guy like come on what's the problem and he's like what? What do you mean? That was Matt Murdock, the DA's prize stooge. There's only one red-headed blind man in the world. <laughs> I love how, like, Crag is, looks like a slightly crazed version of Bucky from Infinity War. Oh, he does a bit, with the long hair. Yeah, and, like, the, yeah. the beard scruff and everything. Now, I don't know if you guys have it on Marvel Unlimited, but in my issue, the goon in the orange, from this point on, has bright blue hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be black, you know, and they often do like the highlights of black is hair that, and blue. But his hair is that bright blue. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's that weird. Yeah, they haven't put like the black. I'm just going back a couple of panels, yeah. and it's like the way they do black hair, they put like blue in the black, don't they? So yeah. it looks like the blue is supposed to be like the shine, yeah. and it's like someone just forgot to put the black. Yeah. <laughs> black yeah. even it's it's got got a, a blue rinse. <laughs> <laughs> So these guys, they're all off to find uh, Matt uh, and the kid and they break into um, where they're all sitting and uh, and they like literally like punch Pop Fenton out of the way. And I was like, oh, no, like yeah. poor guy. He's like a thousand years old. Come on. Um, and they're like, right, we're, uh, you know, we're going to sort things out. And then a big fight starts. Mm-hmm. Um, with the kid who just keeps going, just leave Matt Murdock alone. Can't you see he's blind? And they're like, so what? <laughs> so what, kid? And then, he, and then the kid says, so this crag punches him. It's crag. 
what I find quite sort of like just like a bit weird about the whole thing is that they keep waving guns around, but at no point do they actually threaten anyone with the guns. Maybe they only have like, like one bullet or no bullet. <laughs> And like Matt's, it's weird, like Matt's suit keeps going from black to green and then like back again. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really strange. There's some strange colour things in this issue. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Yeah. So the kid is like punching Crag uh, and he's like, you can't push me around. Um, you know, let me handle this dog. You stay out of this. Like, I know your game now. I know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We get a very clear sense that he's he's not crooked, which was kind of the the, the thing that came to find out. But he's that he's he's very much just kind of straightforward and and principled, and so a little he bit just wants to fight. God damn it! Right. I like him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then Matt runs away because. <laughs> You know, he can't he can't start fighting and give up his identity. So it's like yeah. it's really the only thing he can do. Right. I, I love this panel where he leaps over the fence. It's a I good panel. Great. I love that little panel. Yeah. And his suit is green when he like jumps over the panel. Yeah. But when he's <laughs> like being told um, to make a run for it, his suit's black. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like the hair again, where it's it's supposed to be green and they're just. Um, it's like the shadow, like the lighting. Yeah, they, they they use. Actually, we were talking about this um, Iron Fist podcast last mm-hmm. week about uh, Danny's costume, um, where it's it's green, but there'll be a lot of black in it um, for or shading. Or like Daredevil's costume, it's never, it's often yeah. never shaded like completely red. You know, like right, yeah. particularly in like later gone, versions, yeah. Yeah, and they've just gone kind of overboard with the black in this one. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, just paint all black. Why not? Um, also, uh, you can't wear a green suit, Matt. That's a reverse carrot. I'm just going to point out with your green, your orange hair. So uh, you're on thin ice, mister. Leave the green suits up to Foggy. Uh, yeah, that's that's his colour. Yeah, exactly. So um, the kid says to uh, to Crag, right, that's it. After this next fight, I've I've had it. I'm done. And then the Craig says, maybe you're right, my friend, in more ways than you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the kid walks and, you know, thinks about everything that's going on and he's got to think things through. Uh, he knows that Craig wants him to take a dive so he can make a fortune. And I like that this whole story is echoing also. I'm surprised we didn't really get any mm-hmm. major comparisons of it, you know, to the story of Matt's dad, to Jack. I think mm. it's I think it's there though. I mean, I think it's I don't. There. I don't it's, think you need to spell it out. It's subtle, yeah. But yeah. well, yeah. I'm just thinking if there were people who hadn't, because I mean, I read the letters page at the end of this issue, and there was a lot of the people in the letters who were saying, "Hey, I started reading Daredevil at like number fifteen, number sixteen, oh, you know? and because yeah. this hasn't been mentioned for so long, that it's something they might not pick up on. And I don't mean they have to hammer yeah. us over the head, but mm. I felt like it was a long enough gap between the last time it was mentioned and this time that maybe they could have it's kind of surprising that yeah, Matt doesn't that Matt doesn't kind of like in like a little kind of thought bubble go mm. oh you know it kind of reminds me of what happened yeah. with my dad kind of thing yeah he doesn't angst about it a little bit yeah that's you're right I agree uh so they start to rough up the kid the goons 
who worked for Crag, and they're like, ah, a little bump on the head won't hurt him much. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so Daredevil swoops in, um, and this might be my panel of the week. <laughs> where he's, like, he's like doing a starfish and like seemingly hitting two guys with his arms and another guy with his butt. <laughs> Butt punch! <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> and that's like apparently a, this guy with his butt. <laughs> apparently, a butt punch makes the sound of ram, ram, ram. Yeah. And a, 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 okay. yes, exactly. And an arm punch makes the noise kapok. <laughs> I love it. I just like he, he just looks like he's jumping on a trampoline and going wee. Yeah. Um, it's like a. It's almost like a reverse belly flop. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I just, I, he just looks like he's having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt takes out these guys. He does the old, uh, I don't know what we're going to call it, the leaperoo, where he stands <laughs> in front of something, someone jumps at him, and then he leaps out the way, and they hit yeah. their head on the wall. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's always good. Um, so then he's like, you okay, kids? Oh, I, I was sent by my friend Matt Murdoch to keep an eye on you. And the kid's like, oh, well, that makes sense. That, that explains a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I had a decision to make and they helped me make it. It's like, sweet. And with that, we're in the big match. Championship bout tonight, Slugger Sloan versus Kid Gawain. Uh, uh, Matt and Foggy are arriving. Um, we get the fare, which is $1.80. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Also, like, Foggy's tipping the guy 20 cents, and the guy's like, wow, out of $2. Like, thanks. thanks. <laughs> is, that, is that Debbie in that bottom left hand? I don't think so. No, he's like, look, because well, she's, like, looking at Matt. And I was like, yeah. well, 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 he's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, I, I think that it's just the two of them are going. Yeah. I don't think Debbie is there. Debbie doesn't want to go. Which is kind of strange, actually. You'd think that they Mm. would later along. Yeah. And they've got front row tickets. And Foggy's. I can't imagine Debbie liking things like boxing. Foggy's going to tell um, Matt everything that happens in the game. Yeah, I like that detail. Yeah. That's nice. He's a good friend. Matthew? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. And then we find out that Matt received a cryptic note from Pop Fenton and as, that said that Craig had found a secret way to fix the fight without the kid's help. Um, and then Matt basically sits there and tries to listen out for any, for any of the goons and see if he can listen to them and figure out what they're doing. What I don't understand about this whole, like, the Phoenix group and everything, they keep going, they keep mentioning, like, that they're an extremist group, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't actually tell us Mm -mm. what they stand for as an extreme, like, what is their, what are they being extremist against? Maybe they haven't decided yet, they're waiting until they get all this money, and then they're like, right, next thing to do, what do we stand for? (laughs) They just, oh! Oh my god, excuse me. That just snuck up on me. Um, it just like it like it's like you're an extremist group about what? Yeah. Or are you just say. really angry? Mm-hmm. Maybe we will yeah. find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, so Matt uh, hears what they're saying and basically says that um, Craig's gonna turn 
on the neural whatchamacallit gizmo of his on the kids. And, and Matt's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound good. All right, I've got a plan. I'm going to sneak off. Foggy, I'm sorry, it's too it's too stuffy in here. So Foggy's like, okay, be careful. And off, uh, off Matt sneaks. He follows the kid's voice, who is on the phone to Craig. A really weird response. Yeah, he's, he's doing his crunches. Or his, not like, what they call lunges. It's like he's... He's like airing out his bits. Yeah, we well, got to see that before, before the fight. Yeah. Mm. It's very stuffy in there, Vex. Come on. <laughs> and Matt sneaks up behind him and does like the Vulcan yeah. neck grip, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and knocks out the kid. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he does apologise. Oh, Matt. And then Matt, Matt has an awesome plan, which is. I love we get this. We get this two issues in a row. I we know. Get using theatrical makeup to pretend to be someone else. It's great. Do you think he put this in his cane? This is a cane watch moment. Well, no, because he's pulling it out of his suit. Like it, oh, but I would true. love. I wish he had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why he hilarious. did. Yeah, he manages to turn himself into the kid. And also, I love that he says he's practiced this many times in the last few days. When? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I guess in the evenings when he's not working, because hopefully he's been working now, he just goes back to his house and then just practices, practices. being. Practices his cosplay. Yeah, he's practicing his cosplay. Oh. <laughs> Um, and he even he says he can pass for the yeah yeah I, I guess yeah it's 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 so strange it's so strange I love it's it really, yeah. it's really odd <laughs> maybe he, when he was sitting in the audience he was like hey hey Foggy what colour hair does Kid Gawain have and Foggy's like oh dark brown he's like what and he's like nothing <laughs> no, I'm, really I'm just thinking of um, hitting the salon <laughs> Um, I like that he's hung up his little daredevil outfit in the in the cupboard, yeah. Yeah. so it doesn't crease. It's <laughs> oh. so great. Um, and he says, hopefully, I can um, I can pass for the kid's twin as long as I keep Sloane from like hitting me in the face. Because yeah, his face would just. Yeah. I kind of wanted that to happen during yeah. a boxing match. Oh, so funny. Like what even? Now, Craig and his blue-haired goon um, are in the audience with a, a TV camera. At least well, they said apparent... it was a TV camera. They said it was, it was, it's meant to look like a TV camera. I've never I seen have... a TV camera that looks like this. It looks like a laser yeah. on Mars or something. It's, yeah, I have never seen a TV camera that looks like this, ever. Yeah. Uh, and basically, it's the neural, whatchamacallit disguised as a tv camera apparently um, yep so <laughs> out goes matt uh they shake hands with him and matt and sloan uh matt has no idea what he's fighting against so he's brave <laughs> this is why he's the man without fear vix you know doesn't know <laughs> what he's gonna fight man without anyway. fear <laughs> stupidity is <laughs> i think i yeah. love look I, as a Daredevil fan, I get a certain little 
little feeling of joy at the <laughs> fact that Matt is boxing like his daddy. Mm-hmm. Yes. It makes me yes, very happy. That was very good. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it makes me happy, Vix. Mm-hmm. That, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's boxing. He's 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 holding off well as well. He's mm-hmm. doing really well against Sloane. Managing to keep Sloane's fists away from his face. And then all of a sudden Sloane backs away from him. And his pulse accelerates. And then Sloane whispers, okay, kid, you've been a hero long enough. Now's when you get yours. <laughs> and then from the ceiling, the goons shoot a laser beam. I, I'm i guessing we're meant to see it. Well, I... I, I think like we as the readers are meant to see it, but yeah. from like going by the next few panels, I don't think anyone else anyone else sees it. Yeah. Yeah. it. yeah, yeah, because it hits. Uh, <laughs> it's aiming for his optic nerve, and Matt says he feels a little tingle in his optic nerve. Yeah, it does. It, it bombards him with invisible particles. Yeah. So yeah, presumably, that only his hyper hyper developed senses can detect. Yeah, and he, which I love. I love that he can feel it. Yeah, that he can. He can that's feel really it. Great. It's like like a, a a tingling there that's um obviously supposed to make the kid temporary blind but obviously it doesn't do anything to matt yeah. i um, would have laughed so much <laughs> if it had reversed matt's blindness <laughs> <laughs> or it took away his hearing <laughs> something yeah he's like i can see <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> wait what's going on <laughs> And he would have immediately run off to California to look at Karen. Yeah, yeah. He would have like <laughs> forgotten all about this. And then like, there. and then like turned off and t- taken one look at her and gone, actually, you know what? How dare you, Karen is. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, wow. Karen is fabulous without Matt. Oh. I know, I know that she's fabulous. But I'm just saying, like, it would be a really typical Matt thing. <laughs> like he's been obsessing <laughs> over her for like how long now? And then actually gets to see what she actually looks like, and is like, mm, maybe not. How dare you? Uh, so he punches Sloan out, um, punches Sloan out, the ref doesn't even get to declare him the winner, and Matt is leaping over the ropes <laughs> and running away again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a running theme in this issue it that is. Matt I just love it. it's just does like, a legger. <laughs> everyone's like, wait, stop! <laughs> um, yeah, he runs off. He uh, detected Foggy's heartbeat back there, but he couldn't stop. Uh, and he know, knows that the laser beam came from somewhere up the top of the stadium, so he's running upstairs. And then he gets his his Daredevil costume thrown on top of his he- his face, yeah. and it's Pop! Yay! Because yeah. he knows that this he guy. Says, he says, oh, go on. He says, "Speak of the Daredevil." I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, Matt. And he obviously knows that this guy's Daredevil, but he doesn't know that it's Matt because of his theatrical yeah. makeup. It's flawless makeup. Flawless. <laughs> flawless. He knows that it's not the kid, though, because the kid is, uh, you know, he must have seen him on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the kid is now in a room cornered by Crag with a little, a little gun. And he's like, hey, you cost me a lot of money tonight by not taking a fool. Uh, and he's like, wait, it wasn't me. <laughs> I know it was. I was unconscious. <laughs> Look, check out my neck. <laughs> uh, and then they start to have a fight as well. 
and I love this panel where Daredevil leaps through the window. Yeah, that might be my panel of the week. Yeah, it's my uh, yeah, I've got two. It's, this might definitely my other one. Um, <laughs> and then basically uh, talking about how there's a lot of dialogue in this issue, Vix. Uh, Daredevil says to Craig, Mister, I've heard about enough of your little speeches to last a lifetime. Thank Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, why don't you button up your ever-loving, ever-flapping lip? (laughs) So he manages to knock all of them out. Presumably they're going to get the police to come and take these guys away. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or at least Craig, take Craig away. Maybe old blue-haired did a runner, who knows? Yeah, the fashion police. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well orange orange oh no orange guy is there in the background it's just he doesn't have blue hair at this point mm. um, <laughs> so the kids yeah. are gonna be all right um and pops yeah i didn't mention i i love i mean this is this is a great issue for just just kind of non-superhero actions i, I love this bit where kid Gawain is just getting shot and he's just he just is powering through mm-hmm. um it's a very cool moment um and um, yeah, there's there's kind of a different feel to this issue, I think, because it it's, it mm. feels less kind of bombastic superhero versus supervillain and and, yeah. and a little more personal. Yeah. Um, and so I, I like that, and the fact that it is kind of very personal for Matt because this is all tying back to his dad. Yeah. Um, it's a I like I like this fight as well, and particularly the the focus on Kid Gawain as opposed to Matt, who just kind of shows up to make sure that he doesn't die. Yeah, I really like Kid Gawain. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just like, oh, I'm not taking anyone's shit. Right, like, oh, right. I want him and Matt to be friends. They'd be friends. Yeah. No, don't. Don't take <laughs> Kid Gawain. <laughs> Stay far away from Matt. Why? <laughs> because he's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> they could all go on, like, double dates. God. I don't know who is, but... <laughs> yeah, Kid Gawain's other half and Matt's non-existent half when he gets Karen back. Um, So Pop says uh, it's a good thing that the gadget manufactured and didn't blind you or you'd be stretched out in the ring right now and the kid would be dead. Um, And then he's like I've got to take care of the kid and uh, Matt's like yeah take care of him there's not enough like him in this world not nearly enough. And the issue ends. And throw suddenly. Yeah, it's just like, uh, at the end. Yeah. It's a very packed issue, this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's a big spoiler, and I guess you read it, Vic, so I'm not going to hide that when we get to... um, I can't really avoid that, to be fair. No, it's right there. right there. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, and that was the end of the issue. Uh, So we have a very important decision to make, guys. Who are we going to toot, and who are we going to laboot? Emma, Uh, Emma, you first. Oh, man. Um, There's a lot to boot in this issue, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to toot. I really like Foggy's outfit that he has going on with the the kind of olive-coloured suit and the the grayish purple waistcoat and the um, mm. he looks very very smart yeah. in this this scene. Mm. Um, so I think I will toot him, and then let me see. 
I don't feel strongly against anything in particular, but I think I might boot the the Phoenix Phoenix guys outfits because it's just not clear at all what's going on there. <laughs> the Phoenix They're very guys. strange. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of vibe they were going for. Right. Yeah. Now, like. Yeah, it's all a bit like, yeah. I'm going to also boot the Phoenix Gang. Um, In particular, the green one. No, the orange one. The orange and yellow one. No, Crag. Crag. (laughs) Yeah. All three of them. But yeah, yeah, Crag. Mm -hmm. I'm going to also toot Foggy because I do think, I'm looking again, I do think he looks very smart. I do also Peter. like the evil Peter Cushing um, uh, <laughs> one because it's just his outfit. He looks very like it's like a purple Grand Moff Tarkin outfit from Star Wars. <laughs> if like if Grand Moff Tarkin was feeling fabulous and made his costume purple instead, that's what that guy would look like. So, yeah, I'm going to toot Foggy and Grand Moff Tarkin and boot the rest of the Phoenix gang. Vix, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna beat the uh, boot the Phoenix Gang because it's like the, not a vibe, not mm-hmm. a vibe mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I think I'm gonna toot Foggy just because he always looks so cool. Yeah, I like his, Particularly his whole. By yeah, he just like his hair was like on point. His whole like sartorial is that how you say it? Sartorial choices. Sure. He just looks yeah. brilliant. And we love and support Foggy Nelson in this yeah. house. Yes, we do. In this bar. Because because no one else is. Especially <laughs> <laughs> not his supposed best friend. Uh, what is our panel of the week, guys? I've already said my two. Uh, Emma, I think you said your one is him leaping through the window. Yeah, and I think I think if I had to do another one. Um, I, I think I would go for, um, I really like this scene on Long Island where Matt goes to see Kid Gawain's kind of training center. And I like that panel where he and Kid Gawain are arm in arm and they're walking up to yeah. this kind of cabin where Pop is. It's a very nice panel. And I, I love how Matt Matt's drawn in it. And, um, Again, yeah, it echoes my... his dad because you've got Kid Gawain mm. in like the boxing robe with his name yeah. on the back. Yeah. yeah that's really nice. Yeah. Um, Vix, what about you? I am going to pick the front cover, the the bizarre, not quite sure what's going on on the front cover, just because it has rather suggestive undertones, (laughs) and it it, it Mm. tickled me, that one. Mm. And and also, like, special bonus shout out to the butt punch. Oh, I do. It wasn't really a punch, it was like a bounce, like a butt bounce. Butt bounce. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It made me it made me laugh. Yeah, I like that he takes people out with his butt. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, what peach. are we going to do with this issue, guys? Now, Vix, please explain what we do with issues. Well, there are three choices available. Um, the first choice is if we absolutely adore an issue then there's like a whole ceremony that takes place and it gets taken out the back to a special vault that we have and placed uh, accordingly on a velveteen cushion to be preserved for all eternity. Um, If we're not kind of like, well, it wasn't really awful, but it wasn't like the most amazing thing I've ever read, 
Then we have a special shelf under the bar, um, and sometimes they may or not, may not be used to wipe up spillages, etc. Mm-hmm. And if we really hate it, then it gets yeeted out of the window or front window or front door of Josie's bar, never to be seen again, and probably made into some sort of bedding for rats mm-hmm. somewhere and other in mammals. Hell's kitchen. Yes. And crack foxes. <laughs> uh, Emma, what do you think? Hmm. So I really, I, mean, I, I feel like I'm always a little bit biased because I pick which issues I get to come on for <laughs> and I tend to pick issues I like. Um, but I, yeah, this issue makes me feel warm and fuzzy. I like this issue. I think it's nice we're reading it on Father's Day, yeah. um, which feels kind of fitting. Um but yeah, like I said before, I really like the fact that this we we get this glimpse into um, Matt's past and a little bit more about his dad and that kind of very personal level to this as opposed to just him punching supervillains. Um, so I like that. I love the scene with Foggy. I love that we get to see Foggy kind of in action as the DA. Um, it's always very cool. Mm. Um, and the the Matt, ch- Matt changing his appearance is just incredibly ridiculous in the best way (laughs) Um, so i like this issue a lot i think on reflection i think i i could i I don't necessarily think it needs to go in the vault um but i would say i don't know i might go for the kind of whatever that the the slightly lower level of the vault is Yeah, we do have we do have a bottom shelf in the vault, which is for those issues that are um, perhaps not quite shit enough to go under the bar. Yeah, yeah, mm. they don't get cushion. They just kind of like stacked. Yeah. The bottom. Yeah, so I might go for that with this one. Okay. Uh, Vix. Um, I think I'm going to go with Emma on this one. Um, because it was really nice to kind of like the nod and and i kind of liked the fact that they didn't do the whole oh you know it's just like what happened with my dad it was just kind of like mentioned that like oh well pop trained my dad mm. and then they didn't kind of do it so i kind of liked that because it was kind of like a little nod to those that have been reading since the very beginning almost that would have put two and two together mm. yeah um and i kind of liked that um, so yeah, I think I think bottom shelf for the vault. I will also agree bottom shelf for the vault. I really oh. like this issue. I think the downsides of it, there were some weird colour things, but nothing <laughs> too distracting. And um, the villains were a bit weak. Um, but any time yeah. Matt <laughs> uses theatrical makeup, I'm there. It's a delight. Um, he's back in New York. I like that. Um and also the fact that he's finally left Karen alone yeah, is reason Karen to put it on the bottom <laughs> shelf. Um, you know, yeah. we're getting little um, reminders of Jack Murdoch. That makes me happy. So, yeah, I'm going to say bottom of the vote. Ooh. I need to dust that shelf, actually. Well, get in there. Here's a feather duster. Mm. <laughs> Now, Vicks, mm. we have a segment of our podcast that I like to call Vix Predicts. <laughs> no one else calls it that, except you. <laughs> uh, and in Vix Predicts, 
we uh, I give you the title of the next issue and you predict what's going to happen next as you have not read any issues of Daredevil after this one. That's true. So are you ready for Vix Predicts? And remember, Emma, feel free to lie to Vix about stuff that might happen. <laughs> well, I already know, I already know one of the characters that's going to I know, that annoyed me. <laughs> no, no <laughs> you're like, wrong. Come you're on, wrong. guys. <laughs> okay. Unless it's not the Black Panther. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Okay. Yes. The next issue, issue 69, <laughs> is called Life on the Line. Ooh, Life on the Line, like a washing line, a phone yep. line. On the washing line. Life it's on the laundry line. Day. It's laundry day. And Matt has just... no detergent. <laughs> so I can just, I now I've just got images of, of Matt like washing all of his various personas and popping them out. You know those washing lines that go between buildings yeah. and they're on like a pulley system. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> there's like a Mike Murdoch drying. There's like all his wigs that he uses for his disguises. <laughs> his daredevil costume just like out there on the line drying. I, I like it. Where does Black Pepper come into this? Actually, yeah. Uh, he's a cat, and Matt's apartment window is open. Oh. So he like just sort of pops in and has a little sleep on the window ledge. Oh, that'd be <laughs> yeah. Little uh, little the little sleepy <laughs> window ledge to Charla. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Um, I'm always wrong. I will. <laughs> would you like the description of the issue? Uh, yes. Okay. While rushing a young boy to the hospital who was attacked by a gang called the Thunderbolts, (gasps) Daredevil bumps into Black Panther. The two heroes heroes infiltrate the gang and put a stop to their violent acts of crime. A young life hangs in the balance. (gasps) Hmm, interesting. I need to read the current run of Thunderbolts, actually. I need to read any run of Thunderbolts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's going to be yeah. the next episode. Emma? My, bo- my boy is in the current run. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, I need to read it too, yeah, because uh, Vic, Vic Alvarez is in it. Ah, mm. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Emma, thank you as always for being the most special special guest. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and we will have you on again soon if you want to let us know which issues you would like coming up. Yes, uh, yes, send, absolutely. Send me or Vix a message and I will put you down for them if they are free. Um, but yeah, we're awesome. inching ever closer to, you know, 100 yeah. issues. Yeah. It's um, crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? You can promote uh, iFist if you like. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I have uh, two blogs on Tumblr. I have a Daredevil blog, um, which is daresplaining.tumblr.com. Um, and I have an Iron Fist blog called uh, bookoftheironfist.tumblr.com. And yeah, I've been appearing semi-regularly on the Sons of the Dragon Iron Fist podcast, um, which is very exciting um, for me. Um, so yeah, check check all of those things out if you would like. Awesome. Vix, do you want to promote anything? Uh, just be kind to each other. Oh, be excellent to each other. Party on, dude. Yeah. Words <laughs> do. Bye, everyone. Uh, it's time at the bar. Uh, oh wait. 
crap out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.